0: You
1: ready? Yes. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of flagandbanner.com. This weekly radio show offers listeners firsthand insight into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk taking, and the commonalities of successful people. Connect with Carrie through her candid, often funny, and informative weekly blog where you'll read and can comment on life as wife, mother, daughter, and entrepreneur. And now, it's time for Carrie McCoy to get all up in your business.
2: Thank you, Chris. Like Chris said, I'm Carrie McCoy, and it's time for me to get up in your business. If for some reason you miss any part of this show or want to hear it again, there's a way, and Chris is going to tell you how.
1: You can listen to all UIYB past and present interviews by going to flagandbanner.com and then click on Radio Show. Also, you can join our email list or like us on Facebook. You'll get a reminder notification the day of the show with a sneak peek of that day's guest. All right, back to you, Carrie.
2: This show, Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy, began as a platform for me, a small business owner, and a guest, to pay forward our experiential knowledge in a conversational way. Originally, my team and I thought it would appeal to entrepreneurs and want to be entrepreneurs, but it seems to have a wider audience because, after all, who isn't inspired by everyday people's American made stories? To see people in their totality is humanizing. Don't we all thirst to connect and make sense of the overcomplicated world? And on this show, we have the luxury of time to go deeper than a soundbite or a headline. It's no secret that successful people work hard, but other common traits found in many of my guests are the heart of a teacher, belief in a higher power, and creativity because business is creative. My guests today are the epitome of creativity, husband and wife, artist extraordinaire, Tracy and Pat Matthews. Pat is an Arkansas-born artist and outdoorsman, a sensitive man who paints beautifully, and a man's man who hunts, fishes, and pees in the wild. (laughs) I couldn't resist that one. His youthful and first subjects were the landscapes of Arkansas's lakes and woods Today, he is still moved by nature as he paints impressionistic barky tree landscapes, not just of Arkansas, but of Colorado, New Mexico, and other sometimes snowy mountaintops. Pat is also known for his flag paintings that were inspired on 9-11 by the horrific events of the Twin Tower bombing in New York City. It is the ultimate compliment to be copied, and his flag painting style and theme has been copied by many, but there is only one Pat Matthews. Pat's wife, Tracy Matthews, who I also have known forever, has been an incoming producing artist since 2000. You've probably seen her still lifes of wine bottles and vines hanging or painted on the wall of one of your favorite restaurants or businesses. Tracy will paint on anything, anywhere. Today, Tracy's colorful cityscapes are deeply textured and a favorite of the Greater Little Rock Chamber of Commerce for showing off our city in an artistic way. And if you need to give a little love for Christmas, she makes the cutest and affordable little 4x4 and 6x6 inch heart paintings. Are you still making those, Tracy? I am. Both of our artists today sell nationwide and have paintings hanging in the Arkansas Governor's Mansion. Together, this husband and wife team spend their days talking, painting, and living the life of accomplished artists. It is a pleasure to welcome to the table husband and wife artist extraordinaire and my longtime friends, Tracy and Pat Matthews. Thank you for having us, Carrie. I've been trying to get you for a while, but y'all travel all the time. We just
3: got back from Colorado two days ago.
2: Painted more barky trees?
3: Well, um, I'm I'm in a gallery out there in Beaver Creek and Tracy is hoping to be in a gallery in Vail. And Vail and Beaver Creek are about 10 miles apart, but it's beautiful out there. There's snow on the mountains. Already. Already, and um, so I did a bunch of paintings while I'm there because the reason why I like going out there is first of all, the inspiration, and then second of all, my paintings are very thick and they take a month and a half to dry. So I'd rather just get out there, get focused, paint 10 paintings, in a couple of weeks and just leave them all on the wall and they like it when I come out there. Plus oh. my, my clients, you've been out there with oh, me. Right, well, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, it's just a beautiful place to be right there underneath the, the Hyatt on the, in the, um, ice rink area, the the gallery. I mean, it's just, and people come it, from everywhere. People, they do. And they it's come international, by and, international. They come by, they say, you know, and people be, They'll be like, you know, we've been looking at your work doing this for the last 10 years, and we want one. We finally want one. So I do a lot of selling right off the easel out there. Because you paint right in public. Yeah, I paint right out in front. Not
2: very many people do that. All right, let's 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 go back to your early life. I did not mention in the opening that you are a Matthews from the prominent North Little Rock family that developed Lakewood, but you are. Yes, I am. You grew up roaming those woods where McCain Mall meets I-30. Right. Those were woods. Yeah, they were. They were. Tell us about that life and how it
3: developed your love for landscapes. Well, um, growing up, I feel very fortunate. My great-grandfather and grandfather built the old mill. You know, Um, I came from um, a great-grandfather who had a lot of vision. And one of his visions was to pay for the education of all of his great-grandchildren. So I I was able to go to college for free, which is the biggest gift I could have been given. My brother Mike went to Stanford. My sister Martha went to Georgetown. I went to University of Arizona. My brother Bill went to University Aww. of Montana, and um, so I'm, you know, that's probably the biggest gift. Um, and then loving the lakes and fishing and all that kind of stuff. Just we grew up in the woods over there, and mm. um, so I don't know how that leads to my painting career, but it did lead to my the the being so fortunate and being able to go to architecture school at the University of Arizona is what led to my painting career.
2: I don't know about that. Maybe because you love to paint and draw, that you ended up deciding picking architecture as your career. I don't know which one
3: came first, the chicken or the egg. Yeah, well, um, I'm, I did love to paint and draw, and I'd won several art contests. In high school. In high school. Uh, but I didn't want to be a starving artist. Yeah. So um, I never knew an artist that wasn't a starving artist. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd better get something serious, but and in it, in it involved drawing, not necessarily painting. So I went to the University of Arizona. Mm-hmm. I got my degree. I moved back here to Arkansas and started my own little firm. I designed a house for a, a well-known artist here in, in Little Rocks, his name's Barry Thomas.
2: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and Barry traded me out architecture plans for art lessons. And um, I would paint at night and do architecture during the day. And I did that for probably six, seven years. And finally I called this life coach and I said, how do I just paint? Because that's what I wanted to do, you know? And she said, it's real simple, you just quit architecture and paint. And I said, well, I've got six jobs. I said, I, I can't just quit architecture and paint. <laughs> she said, have you ever seen the movie, The Matrix? And I said, yes, and it's, The Matrix movie is about living a life that's not real, but you think it is. Uh, these aliens have taken over whatever, but it's a cool movie. And um, she goes, you have created your own matrix and you can change it just as fast, okay? And I was like, really? So I was at my own little firm, I said, I put her on hold, I said, would you hold for a second? I called the Cromwell firm, I was working for them, I said, do you mind, I was doing a job for them, and I said, do you mind if I quit your job? I just wanna paint. They said, oh no, we've got another kid in here, another guy, we're gonna put him on it. And then I called this church I was working on and they were they were like, oh no big deal, the contractor's got, it. I quit all six jobs in one night, nobody cared. Nobody cared at all, I had, you know, in the bank. And I just started painting. The very next day I walked in, I didn't even turn my computer on, just started painting. I scheduled a show up at local color gallery here in Little Rock. Mm -hmm. And that first show I sold all 48 paintings in one night. No way. That's a dream come true. So then I was like, okay, this is it. I mean, I got my biggest paycheck that I would ever gotten in my life. And uh, so then I had another show and it was a sold out 50 painting show. That was about four months later. So I said, this is it. So I moved to Santa Fe, New Mexico, got in a gallery there, lived there for nine years, ended up getting into Aspen, Colorado. And now, now I'm in Beaver Creek. And then finally I just said, well, I'm pretty set up here. I'm gonna come back to Little Rock, Arkansas, where I love it. Mm-hmm. Cause I have a place on the Little Red River. I love the people here. You know I love Arkansas I really do I mean I grew up here fishing hunting and and so now what I do and my wife and I do and Tracy got when I met Tracy I moved back here met Tracy she's a full-time artist Mm -hmm. and uh we don't we don't talk to her and find out what she does (laughs) yeah but she was painting full-time too and so then she went out with me used to travel with me to go to Santa Fe for shows and stuff she got in a gallery in Santa Fe and uh so now we travel the country together and paint and, you know, it's turned out to, it's, it's so much better for me than architecture because I'm not dealing with all these outside influences of, oh, the contractor didn't make it. Oh, it's way over budget. Oh, blah, 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 you know. Yeah. And if you don't like the painting, all my clients are now happy because in architecture, you have to hire an architect to get a commercial building permit. But in, in art, if you don't want to buy the painting, you don't have to buy it. Yeah. So the people that buy my work are like, hey, when you're coming through Dallas, you know, come by and have dinner with us, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's happy. You know, yeah. I mean, you, I'm not forcing you to pay the money for a painting. Um,
2: That's a really interesting thought. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. So, Tracy, you were a full-time artist. I think it started in 2000 when you had your your baby girl.
0: That's right.
2: Uh, so, Tracy, you were painting. Um, I started buying your paintings before I ever met you. Uh, I don't know why they speak to me, but they speak to a lot of people. Your paintings are on walls around town. They're, they're you know, you've got, you, of course, you paint on canvas. But you paint everything. So tell me when you decided, when you had Griffin, and you decided you were going to what were you doing you went to, you went to college also
0: i did i started out as an art major and um of course way before i had griffin but um when i started college i was an art major and um had a crossroads kind of like pat did um you know you have professors saying oh you'll never make it as an artist i even did some paintings went outside you know to some um people i've very much respected in the art community. And I, and they said, oh, you're talented, Tracy, but you will never make it as an artist. Why? I, I don't know. Um, I always believed in myself, but they just didn't think I had what it took. And so instead of listening to my drive and passion that I've had since a little girl, I knew at seven I wanted to be a full-time artist. Um, I switched gears, was at a crossroads. I changed my major to interior design, which actually is a lot like architecture. I mean, we did sets of plans, and you know, it was—it wasn't so much decorating. It was, you know, I had to draw a full set of plans: electrical, uh, reflected ceiling, new construction, demolition. So, an interior designer works one-on-one with an architect. And when I graduated, um, I worked for Brenda Hogan Interior Design um, all through college. I think I worked for for about seven years and I stayed home after I had my daughter Griffin I had already been painting um even my my friends didn't even know that I painted it was a love what? of mine it was sort of just a little it was it was full of me and inside of me but it wasn't something I shared a long time ago until I went to college and you know started out as an art major but um after I had Griffin um I was a single mom And I started painting um, wine paintings. I was asked to be, to come into a restaurant, um, Bella Italia. I don't know if you remember Bella Italia. And I thought, well, what subject matter am I going to paint? Well, Italian restaurants, okay, I'll paint wine. So that's how I got started painting wine. And I I loved those late 10 o'clock, 10.30 phone calls from Bella Italia. You sold a painting, (laughs) you know. Um, And then switched gears, um, as any artist, uh, professional artist that does it for a living, um, you keep evolving as an artist. So uh, maybe seven years ago, I started, I have a whole new color palette now, a whole new genre of painting cityscapes, right? Mm -hmm. But I still paint wine and Santa Claus. And, you know, I'm constantly moving and trying to um, keep learning, you know, my trade. Mm -hmm. So... Um,
2: I can't imagine. Um, I think this is a great place to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with husband and wife artists Tracy and Pat Matthews. (laughs) We will hear what it's like to paint for a living some more. We'll be back after the break.
4: Well, the holidays are going to be a little different this year. What can you do to still feel that special November and December vibe in Arkansas? Decorate and share the photos and videos. Holiday home decor you won't find anywhere else is in stock now at flagandbanner.com. You can come to the store on 9th Street in downtown Little Rock and see for yourself all the different things we've got. Decorative Christmas flags, wreaths, ornaments, garland, even service-themed Christmas decorations in case somebody in your family served or is serving. Imagine the joy your active military family member member will get from a video featuring that kind of christmas decorations at home advent calendars stocking stuff for gift ideas nutcrackers and all the razorback themed christmas ornaments and decorations you can imagine this year do your christmas shopping for gifts tree trimming ideas and home and office decorations at flag and banner.com online at flag and banner.com or in person in the showroom at 800 west 9th street in downtown little rock
2: you're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Tracy and Pat Matthews, nationally successful oil painters that just happen to be married and live in Little Rock, Arkansas. Before the break, we talked about how Pat, How actually I know both of these people for a long time. I knew them before they knew each other, actually, or knew about Tracy before she knew Pat. And then we talked about how they got started and Pat told his love of Arkansas and how he went to architecture school and then ended up back in Little Rock. And Tracy talked about how she had also a life changing experience when Griffin was born, her daughter, and she was a single mother. And she thought, I have just got to paint. So, this passion to paint is a theme in both of y'all's lives. One time, Pat, you said this to me one time. You said, I said, what's it like? Or I don't know what we were talking about. And you were leaving to go pick up Tracy, and you said, I said, oh, Pat, Pat, you've got paint on your clothes. And you said, yeah, Tracy says, I said that to Tracy one time. I said, everything we own has paint on it. And Tracy said, yeah, isn't it great? (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah. she actually said thank god for that
2: <laughs> uh-huh. it's true that's really wonderful she's a lot
3: messier than me though i can tell you that
2: y'all's car is full of paint uh, actually y'all don't have any paint on you except for what you painted that you're wearing
0: look yeah. closely Gary.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um if you had to do it over again tracy what would you do different
0: you mean as far as starting career, out? Starting out on your... I would have finished um, with a Bachelor of Arts degree in, in fine art rather than... Um, Changing to bachelor, interior design. Yes, in, in, instead of Bachelor of Science degree in interior design.
2: Do you think it would have changed anything about your the trajectory of your life, though?
0: Well, I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. I learned a lot in interior design that actually... Um, goes hand-in-hand hand with art yeah. as far as drawing in perspective and um, just know, knowledge of what what goes in into the designing of a commercial establishment or a residential establishment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, art, painting, the arts, period, has is just deep within my soul and part of who I am and have been all of my life.
2: Yeah. So you started in 2002. Going out on your own.
0: 2000. I mean, 2000. You born. took the leap
2: at 2000. And Pat, you started in 2002. So she's got you beat.
3: She, she does. She's braver <laughs> by two years. She's braver
2: by two years. I know. After, uh, so you did, you had, um, you kind of told everybody before the break that you left your architecture job and decided
3: to... Um, just paint. Just yeah. paint.
2: And how did you get in a gallery right off the bat?
3: Well, um, it was interesting. I was... When that lady talked to me, and I spoke earlier about... The life coach. The life coach quitting all six jobs and then just decided to paint.
2: And by six jobs, you don't mean six real jobs. You mean six architecture jobs. Six
3: architecture jobs. (laughs) You know, church. uh, I don't know. I was doing a mini storage. I was working on a huge other church. uh, You know, just couple of houses and whatnot but you always had to keep jobs going but mm-hmm. um anyway i was down getting one of my paint i was painting at night doing architecture during the day and then one day i you even came over for dinner. I bought, like, four paintings you right out of your bedroom. bought four paintings, and I was like, <laughs> For <"Hey,"> cheap. <laughs> you know, I know, cheap. But for I me, know. that was great, you know. I mean, today they're
2: worth, <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I mean, I
3: did those when I was on Lake Washington, just standing on the bank, you know. Um, and I
2: look at those today, and I look at your other stuff today,
3: and they're so... Um, You've evolved so much. Well, at first, when I first started painting, well, back to the question. Okay, I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs>
2: <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you decided you were going to paint, and uh, you had done a house for somebody who was called uh, Barry Thomason, who's a oh, little, yeah. very successful local painter. How did painter. I get in that gallery? How did you get in that gallery? I was
3: getting one of my paintings framed, and a lady who was in with the group that was starting this local color gallery up in the Heights, she just saw it, and she said, you know what? I love this do you paint professionally I said well I'm wanting to I'm painting quite a bit now and she said would you come up and meet with everybody up there so I went up and met and applied and got in that gallery and um, and then that's about the same time when I um, I quit the jobs in architecture and just focused just on painting so so it was in that little local color gallery that I did have my first show so.
2: What it must be like to just have, you just walk around
3: with a painting and people just start buying them from you. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty. It
0: pays the bills and it's wonderful. and uh,
3: It's a compliment every time someone buys one of your paintings, you know. Um, just today I had the gallery in Beaver Creek call me and said somebody wants to commission a big painting. And I don't even know these people, but they saw my work and now they want a, 40 by 72 of one similar to the one that they didn't get. Describe uh, your work for everybody if they don't know it. Well, Tracy and I paint a lot alike. We both use a lot of color. We both use a lot of paint. Um, Tracy paints outside the lines and I paint inside the lines. (laughs) Why do you say that? (laughs) Because her paintings, you know, she has these cityscapes and they're just wonderful because like say Little Rock, if she's gonna do Little Rock, she'll do the Arkansas River and the city, you know, skyline or whatever. But then she'll put the Clinton Library floating up in the upper left-hand <laughs> corner and a bicyclist and, you know, some other things that are not where they should be, you know? Gotcha. But for me, I try to focus, you know, I'm more realistic, I should say. I don't really think you're realistic, though. You're well, surrealistic. Yeah, impressionistic, but I try to keep it, you're you know, in perspective and where everything falls together, but, um, so, you know, it's it's been, for you asked her, uh, Tracy, the question, what would you do differently? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd do anything differently because the architecture degree, and it was a tough school, you know, but getting that and then working with clients, doing budgets, having to meet deadlines, you know, all that prepared me for art. And in a way, art and architecture are very similar. Um, if you can put together all these parameters of budget and the site, what the client likes, the time considerations, and design a building that meets all those, that's kind of generally what works. Mm-hmm. But when you're painting, if you can take what the client likes or what you like, composition, time, color, uh, if you're going to have complementary colors or not, um, the way things, darks tie together and lights tie together. Um, perspective, light source, all that, if all that works, then that painting is going to turn out really well. Didn't Barry Thomason teach you to paint light? Um, Barry taught me a lot. I mean, he he was, I always loved his paintings, and that's why I just, I sought him out. I said, hey man, I got to paint. I love what you do. And, he, and not too many guys painted, and we're about the same age. And you're both men's men. Well, yeah, he's an outdoor guy. I played for the back Razorbacks. He wouldn't, you know, this guy doesn't look like a painter. Yeah, yeah, like you. Yeah, so, you know, and he was like, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm an architect. He said, well, come on out to my farm. I need to design a new house and redesign my house. I said, well, cool. He said, well, I'll just trade you out architecture plans for art lessons. And I said, great. So we got along great, and then he would call me and go, hey man, I'm uh, I'm getting ready to go over to Europe for 10 days and I got this class and there's a bunch of people coming and mainly it was, um, you know, not young guys, more like uh, women, older women or I don't know, I don't want to be stereotypical, a lot of young women, but um, Barry would say, what we're going to do, we're going to paint in South France for about a week, and then now take off. You and I will rent a car and drive through South France, go through the coast of Spain, paint up the coast of Spain, end up in uh, Paris, and i got a place there, and we can just paint, and and then we'll fly home from there. Yeah, he needed a partner. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm in. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) So so anyway, that's how I got started. So uh,
2: you just put an easel on the back of your four-wheeler and go out.
3: Well, yeah, I have a four-wheeler that... Has an easel on the back, and um, and I have painted. When I when I go hunting, I get bored, so I'll just jump off the get behind the four wheeler. You can hear deer coming, you know. You can. Yeah, yeah. you can. And uh, and I was one. I was in my uh, stand hunting one day, and I uh, I was like, dang, I forgot my brushes. Okay, because so I was like, what am I going to do? I had all my paints in the back of the four wheeler. and I was like, hmm. So I pulled out my pocket knife. This happens to be one of them. Okay. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, all right. So <laughs> and yeah. I, was, and I was gonna cut a branch. Oh and this is not rehearsed, by the way. <laughs> I always carry one. <laughs> but I was gonna cut a branch off and create a little palette knife with it. And then I looked at this pa- pocket knife right here and it has this edge on it. And I thought, well I could just use that edge and 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 make a painting out of that, you know, and I'll wipe a queen and use it and wipe a clean. So anyway, the paintings turned out really cool. And just small ones. And I'm in my stand and I get back and I post it on Facebook and with the knife laying next to it you know uh-huh. and uh, boom sold somebody said I'll take it, <laughs> I it in there I said, I'll do another one You know, I think I did like three or four uh, that weekend but uh, that weekend And then Brian Hendricks wrote a nice article he's with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and he wrote about pocket knife paintings by Pat Matthews. Oh yeah you so doing them anymore? What's that? You doing them anymore? You know what? I'd like to. I need to. What's mm-hmm. deer I, season again? Well, I know. There you go. Don't so. the
2: can't the deer smell the paint?
3: Not uh, not really. I don't think so. I've never had a problem with that. Huh. And I've been turkey hunting too and done the same. When's thing. the last
2: time he killed something?
0: Last year,
3: maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> you you uh,
2: Tracy, how are you gonna top that? Tell us about your painting. How are you going to talk that you painted with a knife with it and flip out a, a switchblade? Uh, <laughs> it's just, not a switchblade. Oh, I don't know. It looks like one it's to
3: assisted. me. It's <laughs>
0: assisted. Oh, assisted. Okay, there's the term. Well, okay. I'm, you know, I'm better than he is, of course. Oh, I love her. <laughs> <you. laughs> I love
3: her. Uh, she is. She is. Believe me.
2: No, I am. Uh, Where do you paint? You paint in the house. I've been in your painting room before. Yeah, it's a mess.
0: Well, yeah. oh, yes. Everything. Um. I've always painted from home. And that's what I wanted to do when I had Griffin. So I was always home when she slept, I painted. So, which, you know, back in the day, it was, you know, wee morning hours that I painted. But, so I've always painted at home and she just went to college this year. Pat and I opened a, a gallery a few years ago. And so I'm back and forth, pretty much full time at the gallery now painting, Um, but, while I, I didn't want to paint at the gallery full time, while Griffin was, you know, her senior year at home, so is it hard
2: to get motivated when you're down at the gallery? It seems lonely.
0: Um, I honestly, I like painting at home better, but I love the gallery. I'm, I'm proud of the gallery, and now, how do y'all do events
2: down there? I've been to an event at the gallery before, but it was, I think, it was commissioned event.
0: Usually, we have Cheers in the Heights cater it um and we'll have you know it, well, it's up to the client what what do you want you know and a certain amount of people and you can come down we have a full kitchen
2: yeah so you don't just open it up you have a client that that, that uh, reserves it and commissions it and you and you open it up and they give you the guest list so so I can't go on Facebook and look for an event day that you're going to open the gallery
0: okay um well they'll call us and we just set it up um, you would just call us and, and say onesie
2: twosies can you know, want can Any day people. you
0: want. Anybody I mean any anybody any day you want, if you wanted to um you know, rent the gallery for a special event. Um, can you have private tour though? Can someone come down and say I just want to come and see what you of got. Course. Um, Tuesdays through Saturdays from eleven to four, sometimes eleven to five. You are so. so it's I'm been now, hard as don't an artist. Hold your <laughs> you don't travel constantly. Well, we
3: travel a lot, and and the thing is, it's an open studio, uh, open by appointment. There you go. open yes. by appointment. You know, come on down. We're both painting there, um, and then we do travel a lot. So we were just gone for ten days. We hired somebody to work the gallery while oh. we were gone, and my wife. Uh, She has her own prints, um, signed, limited edition prints, and I do. We both have our own online stores. You can shop on those. They're on our websites. What is your website? Uh, patmatthewsart.com.
0: And art by Tracy. And Tracy's
3: with two Tees. E's.
2: And Dot com. A T-R-A-C-E-E. You know, she's an artist.
3: <laughs> well, she taught me all about getting on Facebook and doing this social media thing, and it's huge, you know. Tracy's a good at it. She's good at it.
0: Well, you know, I wanted to, to say something about Brenda Hogan. You had yeah. asked me mm-hmm. about would I do something different. Mm-hmm. Brenda Hogan, um, when I worked for her in design all of those years, she taught me a lot about business and propos- I didn't know what a proposal was and a statement and an invoice and, you know... Um, purchase she, order. Oh, purchase order. She taught me so much about business that and marketing and, and just, you know, of course, it's a lot different than it was then, but, you know, with social media and the internet and everything, but... Y- you know, to for her. I mean, she taught me so much.
2: People should follow you. Y'all do po- both post on Facebook. So, Tracy, what's your what's your Facebook? It's artbytracy.com. Artbytracy.com. She's you're on all the time. You're painting and posting stuff all the time.
3: What's Pat? What's your Facebook page? I'm just under Pat Matthews or Pat Matthews Artist. I have a uh, regular page and a professional page. But you know, it, it, it's so true as an artist. Um, if you're not a marketer, you're not going to make it. And, I know, and so you you're just, both smart in business. You have to market your work, and you have to uh, meet your deadlines. And you know, some it's work. It is. You, you you do approach it like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I teach some classes, and um, you do where at my gallery, oh, and um, wow. and so I'll do a group of two or three, and then I'll do individual classes. But it's interesting, um, the people that. It's like when I learned, I've learned from several people over the years, Robert Moore, Barry Thomas, just a few of those, Robert's up in Idaho, but they paint, it's all about, you paint 100 paintings in 100 days, okay, you're going to learn something. You can't just sit around the coffee shop and smoke clove cigarettes and talk about (laughs) painting. You know what I mean? That's what a lot of artists do, you know, or what brush you're going to use or whatever, you know. I mean, just get some paint and paint. She, when she was first starting out, didn't have the money to buy canvases. So she painted on ceiling tiles with house paint and sold them, you know, and that's a painter. You That's know? a painter. Yeah. Well, just,
0: I I I couldn't afford it, so I was a single mom with ba- you know with Griffin, baby girl, and and no and, support
3: from dad. You
0: know. <laughs> well, and so I didn't have the money, and so I started out on ceiling tiles with the least expensive paint you could you could buy, and finally one day, then I went to wood, which I think mm-hmm. you have. I, I do. Wood I painting. have wood. Uh-huh. And then finally one day I was able to buy canvas. And quality paints, mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, and it was a blessing. Not, paints are not
3: cheap. No, they're not.
2: And y'all use like a tube on a quarter of your page, <laughs> yeah. both of y'all. I it's buy a blessing. My paint
3: in caulking tubes and just squirt it out in big, you know, In caulking tubes. Yeah, my buddy told me he goes up in Idaho, Robert Moore. He said, "Would you want someone, a doctor, working on you, working on a cheap with a cheap instrument, you know, and and afraid to use it?" throw it away and use a clean one you know what I Mm -hmm. mean he said you got to paint like you're a millionaire you really do and so it's funny sometimes when I've taught classes these people come in and they have these paints and you know they lay it out and they put one little bitty, you know, looks like a bird dropping, you know, on the, on the of each color. And I'll just swoop that up with a half brush, and you know, then I'll grab their entire little tube of paint and just squeeze the whole thing out. Say so that's your yellow, that's your orange, that's your red, that's your alizarin now paint the painting yeah you know what i mean right. and they're like oh <laughs> but it turns out better yeah you know it does it's free yeah i imagine and, it's
0: free Then the texture you know you we,
3: let
2: you paint texture you both texture. Paint paint we do texture. we both
3: do and she does the same thing i mean she just squirts it out like crazy you know
0: i wish you could buy uh, the caulking tubes for acrylic paint but you can't you know since they're water-based you paint
3: i'm in oils and she's in acrylics i didn't know anybody still really painted in oil oils yeah, I do. I do. I like it. I like the medium. and um, But, you know, acrylics are great. The colors in acrylics, are I brighter, really love. Are brighter, I think. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, oil... Uh, when you're painting outside, doesn't dry quickly. Uh-huh. So you can manip- manipulate the painting. Uh-huh. For me, uh-huh. um, and I've just always learned that way. So, I've, you know, All right, there. let's take a
2: quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with husband and wife artists Tracy and Pat Matthews. We'll talk about their style of painting. I want to say we're also going to talk about that 9-11 event that, that, that you, you painted that flag painting for okay. and what happened. So when we come back, you'll get the rest
1: of the story. Flagandbanner.com is proud to underwrite Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. This weekly radio show and podcast offers listeners first-hand insight into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk-taking, and the commonalities of successful people shared in a conversational interview with Carrie. Along with this radio show, Flagandbanner.com publishes a free biannual magazine called Brave, First published in October 2014, this magazine features everyday people's real life stories of bravery. Its goal, to inspire you to celebrate your own bravery and challenge you to recognize it in others. The Department of Arkansas Heritage recognized Brave Magazine's documentation of American life and microfiche's all editions for the Arkansas State Archives. Free subscriptions and advertising opportunities are available at flagandbanner.com by selecting magazine, where you can read previous stories and learn about advertising opportunities.
2: Uh, You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Tracy and Pat Matthews, nationally successful oil and acrylic painters that just happen to be married and live in Little Rock, Arkansas, and are living a romantic life, I'm just telling you. Uh, We've talked with Pat and Tracy about how they got started being artists. We've talked about their inspiration. We've talked about their style of painting. Well, as you know, I've
3: been known for painting the American flag. Um, You want to tell everybody how that started? The night of 9/11, um, I went to buy an American flag, and everybody was sold out, including your store. Arkansas flag and banner. Right, that's where I went first, Thank of course. You. <laughs> uh, but anyway, every, everybody was sold out, and uh, of course, everybody was upset. I was pissed off, and I had I was painting at home from my downstairs studio, so I painted my first American flag, and it was very rough and thick paint, and just I was just you know heavy strokes and and I showed it to people the next day, and they were like, "Oh my God, I love it!" I just weren't love you it.
2: painting another painting at the time.
3: Well, what had happened was I'd been on a trip over to Spain, and I had an unfinished canvas, and I just decided to paint over that. Okay, mm. so it gave it this 3D look, you know, because I had paint uh, un- over paint, and I left some of that paint shining through or showing through. But I ended up selling. Um, I ended up selling prints of it in a. And I took the money, and I flew to New York to Ladder Company 54, which is, they lost 15 men. They lost the most men. And I brought 343 prints, the money that I'd made, and the original painting, and presented it to them. Uh, They didn't really know what to do with anything but the money, you know. And we still don't know where that original painting is, okay? Nobody. They they don't have it there? No. Somebody has it somewhere. I would love to find it, but anyway, I got back, and then one of the local news agencies did a little story on that, um, and then it kind of took off. Um, now I have American flag paintings in every state. Uh, I have uh, all sorts of country flags, um, and I'm real well known for. I mean, the governor has one in his office here. Uh, the mayor does, Mayor of North Rock. Um and some other people, you know, they're all around, and I think you might even have one. But mm-hmm. uh, I do. But it's just kind of a niche that I fell into, and I've, I've been able to do a lot of good with them. Um, I've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars for charities with them. Uh, the last one in Dallas went for close to fifteen thousand dollars for Ronald McDonald House. <laughs> Yeah, I had one at the Ritz-Carlton in Beaver Creek, Colorado, go for $30,000. What? Yeah. So, you know. You're it,
2: like, get out of that back. please?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can't write that big check, but I can, I can paint the painting. So, yeah, so right. this is what leads to Rick Monday is well known for playing for the Dodgers, and back in 1976, there's some people that broke out onto the field, and they had an American flag, and one of them was spraying lighter fluid on it, and the other one was trying to light it. This was during a game, and Rick came by and grabbed that painting right out from underneath and right before they lit it on fire. I mean, excuse me, grabbed that flag right before they lit it on fire. Well, that's known as one of the most 100 memorable moments in, uh, in baseball, History, oh. yeah. So he also spent six years in the Marine Corps, and he's from Arkansas. So um,
2: he was also, uh, yeah. He's, he's 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 the most famous for saving the American flag, right? But he's also played in a World Series. I right. didn't realize he was from Arkansas.
3: Yeah, um, I believe he's from Batesville, and um, you know he's he's an iconic figure, and not uncommon for Tracy and myself to be approached by different charities mm-hmm. to uh, to paint. Um, for the last several years, Tracy and I have always donated to that event here in Little Rock. Do
0: y'all ever paint together for events? Have we painted? We together? have it, um, at the governor's mansion once. One oh, yeah, two, we did I at believe. the governor's
3: mansion. Because um, she
2: doesn't like to paint out in public. No, she does. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, you all do? Over it. I've, yeah. I've
0: painted live at many, many events.
2: And you paint anything. Pat pretty much just paints on canvases, you know, but you will paint. You paint purses.
0: <laughs> I sew them myself, too.
2: You sew purses and paint <laughs> purses. You've got great gift ideas for Christmas for everybody. I love the little, what, what size do you think those little paintings are? That,
0: A little four four inch by four inch.
2: They're four by fours. And I think I have one that may be six by six. And they're hearts. And they're very bright, mm-hmm. very v- vibrant. I love them. And then you do Santa Clauses.
0: Yes. Anything you want.
3: And another thing that's really cool that she's done is uh, we have these coaster sets for a set of four coasters. It's very affordable. And they're images of the paintings that we've done. So I have, you know, Mm. the old mill in Arkansas. I've got some southern scenes of ducks flying. Well, that's kind
2: of full circle with you since your grandfather uh, built the old mill and then you paint
3: the old mill. I love painting the old mill and I've done it quite a few times. And um, anyway, so the coasters are the, the nice little gift items are good. So if you're if you're thinking about coming down, I mean, thinking about Christmas, don't forget about the Matthew's Fine Art Gallery. We're down at nine oh nine North Street, which is by Cantrell and Chester, or just look us up on Facebook.
2: Yeah, so they can Google up the what's it? What's the name of the gallery again?
3: Matthew's Fine Art Gallery.
2: And we'll put a. Link there on the flag and banner website. So if people go to FlagandBanner.com and click on this right, click on this podcast, they can see the link there and get and then get the hours because y'all do travel all the time.
3: Right, and it's probably best to our phone numbers, personal phone numbers, and emails are on there to just uh, make a make an appointment to come see us. Uh, we try to stay open as much as possible, but you know when you're heading out of town um how do
2: you balance inventory how do you balance the part of your life that's about building inventory and then the part of your life that's about selling your inventory how do you balance all of that
0: well we take it just one step at a time you know in increments you uh you you have to be a business person you know it's 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 the opposite side of the brain for me <laughs> but um I don't know if that answered your question. She didn't even want to talk about it. She didn't like it at all. (laughs) Well, I don't like the business part. I love the marketing part, but to sit down and do the inventory and, and all of that, it's... You know, I'll do it, but I just want to paint.
3: Yeah. Well, the way I do it is um, I will travel to Beaver Creek, Colorado, or Santa Fe, New Mexico, and stay there for 10 days to two weeks and paint every day, and then I leave them. They're they're glad to see me leave because everybody has paint all over them. The walls have paint all over them. (laughs) There's no more room in my area for my paintings, Mm -hmm. and you can't set them on the ground because they're painted on top, bottom edges. Oh, they don't need to be framed. Nope, nope, no, no, no more framing. That.
2: That's kind of out well, these
3: days. Well, you can frame them if you're here in Little Rock, but if they're going to be sold to somebody in Chicago or something like that and shipped mm-hmm, out there, mm-hmm. the better f- not to frame them. It's not, to, I don't want to pick frames. And people, they'll say, Hey, I love the painting, but I hate the frame. And you know, That's whatever. Right. So I just paint the edges of mine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that way, I love it because gallery can't put them on the ground. They can't put them in a rack in the back. They, they gotta have put to them hang on the them up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then, so that's one way I get inventory to the galleries. Now, I've had a real, it's, I'm blessed. I don't have a lot of inventory here. Mm-hmm. But um, when I do, um, I, I uh, typically have it shipped out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that's been a real cool deal is this whole PatMatthewsPrints.com. Yes. So I've gotten into this from Tracy, learning about the internet and all this. I set up a website. I have some of my best paintings and limited edition prints, okay, that are much more affordable. Say they're one tenth of the price of an original, and they're super high quality. They're on canvas. Um, Oh, I love it when you can print a digital print on canvas. They look so good. Well, I'll tell you what. This guy who's doing it, and I'll give a big shout-out to George Chambers. He's downtown in downtown Little Rock. He's the best in the country. Really? You actually have to walk up to these prints and touch them. People go, I love that painting. I'm like, it's a print. They'll go, no way, it's not. I'm looking. They're two uh-huh. inches from it. I'm like, just touch it. You it's, know? It's,
0: a, it's fabulous. Yeah,
3: he's fabulous. So he does prints for Tracy and I. And that's been kind of cool because— um you know, if you can't keep up with inventory, then selling limited edition prints is a nice way to pay the bills, you know. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Uh, You also have picked up some uh, architecture jobs lately. Sometimes people will just make it, it's just, you can't refuse it.
3: It's just irresistible. Right. You're
2: doing an interesting architecture job right now, aren't you?
3: I am. I don't know if I should talk about it, but um, it's been kind of fun because I still paint and I'm, and I'm, You know, the architecture, I still am a licensed architect. I worked too hard to let it go. And um, now we've got Christmas season coming up, and, you know, we're going to be getting after it with painting and, you know, creating gifts and so. So well, let's tell
2: everybody before the show's over because it's almost over. Let's tell everybody how they can get in touch with you again, Pat. Where do they call? What do they do?
3: Okay, uh, if you just look up Pat Matthews Art on Google, okay, and that'll lead you to my website, which has my phone number and my email address. Um, so patmatthewsart.com is my website. And then you can find my email, my phone number right there. Please call me.
2: Do y'all have it linked together? Do y'all share? Why don't y'all
3: link up? Well, we do with the Matthews Fine Art Gallery website. You can also look that up on Facebook. Um, Uh And then Tracy.
0: Um, Matthews Fine Art Gallery is matthewsfineartgallery.com is the website. And it's linked to the artists that we have in the gallery. We we also have James Hayes um, and Paula Young. I'm missing somebody.
3: R- Michelle Renee.
0: Michelle Renee. Yes, very good friend of mine. She's a fabulous abstract artist. We have her.
3: It's up and coming, super.
0: And um, anyway, MatthewsFineArtGallery.com. Or Tracy's. Or mine is Art by Tracy with two E's. And we're
2: going to have all of this contact information on Flag and banner.com.
3: May I say something real quick? Sure. Okay. Uh, when I first met you, yes. okay, um, <laughs> you <laughs> were thinking about buying the uh, arkansas flag and banner building at 800 west 9th street mm-hmm. okay it had a huge hole in the roof <laughs> where a fire had been there so you hired the melberger firm which i worked for to come over and look at it and uh and so we looked at it and we we're like the, oh, the, no. my other architecture buddies were like this isn't gonna happen there's no way <laughs> this is gonna happen this woman's crazy you know and but you're a visionary you really are and he said no this is gonna this is gonna work so we all got back to the melberger firm. And we're sitting there and, and, you know, one of these, these guys are very serious, you know, and the one in charge is more concerned about codes and all this and that. You went over and sat on his lap, <laughs> okay? Gave him a big old kiss on the cheek Sold. Okay, and he said, Gary, I know you can make this happen. Okay, and he said, I and I his sure. face turned beet red. Okay, well that afternoon, all he could talk about is, boy, that Carrie is one smart woman. We're gonna get that thing done. It's gonna happen. <laughs> you did, you know, you sold that. Oh, it was hilarious, you know. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Oh, oh. there was nothing inappropriate about it. It was just funny. You just, you know, if people don't know Carrie, they don't know how outgoing and how fun she is, and. Um, but anyway, that was just a story. And I wanted to thank you for You're having welcome. us on You're today. Welcome. You're so sweet. You're welcome. Known you for a long time.
2: Long time. I've got a gift for you all. Hold on. Where is it? All right. Since y'all travel all the time, I got y'all a cooler to stick in the back of your car. Flagmaner.com cooler. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Put your sandwiches in there and put it on the back of the four-wheeler and off you go. Oh,
3: oh you geez. are so sweet.
2: Yeah. Thank you. That's really sweet. I love it that you told that story, and actually. I know. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> I was trying not to interrupt. I wanted to interrupt the whole time you're saying that I, <laughs> I knew
0: what was coming. You did. I looked at Tracy's face. For, oh no.
2: <laughs> to our listeners, I'd like to thank you for spending time with me. If you think this program's been about you, you're right. But it's also been for me. Thank you for letting me fulfill my destiny. My hope today is that you've heard or learned something that's been inspiring or enlightening and that it, whatever it is, will help you up. Your business, your independence, or your life. I'm Carrie McCoy, and I'll see you next time on Up In Your Business. Until then, be brave and keep it up.
4: A word now from the Dreamland Ballroom inside FlagAndBanner.com in downtown Little Rock. This year's Giving Tuesday, which is going to be December 1st, is more important than ever. Join others who are giving back to this community hit hard by COVID-19. One of the places you could donate to? Friends of Dreamland Ballroom. Though this year's conditions surrounding the COVID pandemic have made it impractical for our annual gathering, Dancing into Dreamland, it has in no way caused us to falter in our dedication to preserving this pivotal structure in downtown Little Rock and advocating for its historic significance. We're still moving forward with phase two of the Dreamland Ballroom Public Access Project. That's going to make the third floor ballroom open and available to all persons by being compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act. Our grand reopening is to be announced in 2021, and we hope you've joined our Facebook page so you don't miss our invitation. Without this year's biggest fundraiser dancing into Dreamland, Friends of Dreamland is lacking its largest source of annual revenue. So we ask for your kind and tax-deductible donation on Giving Tuesday, December 1st. It'll help us continue our renovation work, further our educational curriculum and lectures, and facilitate safety-conscious tours and storytelling events. If you receive regular emails from FlagAndBanner.com, please check down near the bottom and we'll have links to Giving Tuesday coming up
1: December 1st. Please donate to the Friends of Dreamland. You've been listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of FlagAndBanner.com. If you miss any part of this show or want to learn more about UIYB, go to FlagAndBanner.com and click on Radio Show or subscribe to her weekly podcast wherever you like to listen. All interviews are recorded and posted the following week with links to resources you heard discussed on today's show and Carrie's goal to help you live the American dream.